Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. This is the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Oh, intermission. No, it's halftime. Stop by 9390 Rogers Avenue for the best liquor, beer, and wine deals in the River Valley. Arkansas wins a national championship! Check out Eastside Liquor on Facebook for weekly specials. Say goodbye! Darren McFadden, 80 yards, touchdown! We'll head to to the McClarty Daniel Hotline and visit with Mike Irwin from Pig Trail Nation. Always appreciate Mike's time on a Monday here. Mike, how you doing today? I'm doing okay. How are you guys? All right, man. Uh, it's pretty much been a two-topic show so far. It's been uh, the uh, NFL championship games. We haven't even breached what the Super Bowl could look like, and I think that's something to get into later on in the week or really next week. Our prom uh, king and prom queen. We had not <laughs> brought them up all day either. I'm going to try to get through the show without even mentioning that because we'll have two weeks of it. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, really the topic hasn't necessarily been Arkansas, Kentucky. It's been Devo stepping away and, and what that means for the future uh, of him and, and of this program. Yeah, that's, um, that's a difficult thing to get into because you hear a lot of stuff and you don't want to really say what you've heard because you don't know it's his own life and you don't want to be wrong. Um, the only thing I would go with is what Jalen Williams said. He's his teammate, knows him, they're good friends, and he just said he was dealing with some things that most of the fans don't have any clue about and that they needed to back off. I mean, that's pretty good to, for me. I mean, that's somebody that knows him. I've heard some stuff, but I just I'd hesitate to get into it. The problem is that some people are calling him a quitter because he did this a year ago after an argument with Musselman, and whether or not they had an argument this time, I don't know. Uh, But, again, here's somebody that knows him that says that's not what's going on here. There are some other issues. So um, I've even had people tell me they think he'll come back like he did the last time, but others have said no, they don't think it's – that it's different this time. So it's just, a, an, unless he himself talks about this, I don't know that we'll know for sure. I do know that a lot of people still say that he's out there in the community doing work with kids and, you know, doing all the things that he was supposed to do with his NIL deal. And, and they don't have an issue with him, but they don't know what happened in this instance. Yeah, you want him spiritually and emotionally and physically. Um, you know, it, it just hasn't been the season that, that everybody wanted it to be or, or what everybody kind of thought it would be. How, how much do you think there's a frustration level up there? Yeah, I don't know if that's what's going on with him or not. The, there there might have been something that's been, you know, he's been dealing with for a while, maybe even not just this year, but uh, with the players the game itself probably helped a little bit it could have been a really bad situation you bring game day in and have all that publicity and then if you just get blown away it's it's really a bad deal they played pretty well they finally played some good defense and we see that when they do that they're a much better team the problem with those guys is they're just an offensive mess they don't have a point guard who can make anything happen they're not they don't have shooters um 
you know, they turn the ball over way too much. They just don't move it around well, and when they do, they're a turnover waiting to happen. And those are problems that are a lot, to me, a lot easier or a lot more difficult to to correct than some of the defensive issues, which basically just involve working harder at it. So how much better can they be? Well, I don't know. I mean, they're you look at their schedule, and I still don't see any way they finish above 500 in SEC play. And then I'm not sure they finish 500 above 500 at all. And they go to Missouri, and if they lose that game, then you're back where you were. So a lot of questions. A lot of people don't understand what's going on. Why, do you, why does Muss not play blocker more? The fans like this guy because he's real aggressive, and he's an Arkansas kid. Um, and they don't understand, you know, Minifield just vanishing, you know, when you've got point guard issues. But he's dealing with these guys behind the scenes. I'm not. What do you think about this team's resolve when when you have Debo and and you have Brazil, who are supposed to be the team's two best players, and and they don't play? And and I thought this team, as far as effort, Mike, uh, you know, Mitchell played his best game. I thought as far as effort that they they had a game plan. They they tried to slow it down and limit their possessions. They didn't give up a lot of easy baskets. But uh, as emotional as this is, and who knows when they found out Debo wasn't playing, and I thought they played well. Yeah, they did. And I don't know what's what the what the thing with Brazil is how how serious that injury is. Again, there are people that are basically trying to comment on social media and saying it's another Nick Smith thing. He's he could play, but he doesn't want to hurt his NBA chances anymore. And if you believe those people, he's not going to play the rest of the year, which I don't think is likely. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, in the Missouri game, but he's got when he does play, he's got to be more aggressive. I mean, people are all people are mad because Bayfall is not playing well. He's if you adjust, he's playing about when he does play, and it's like I think he's played in seven of of all these games, so he's averaging about five minutes a game when he gets in there. So if you adjusted it to twenty minutes, he'd be scoring like four points a game with four fouls and like two rebounds. So it's not like if you suddenly started playing him more, you might get a whole lot out of him, at least based on what's happened so far. I mean, it's real easy to talk about, well, you're not doing this and you should be doing that and and all of that, but the guy that, that has gotten this team to two elite eights in the Sweet 16 didn't suddenly forget how to coach. We're just looking at the remaining schedule here, and I, I mean, just looking at it, it looks like potentially you could have five wins out there, but part of it is, you know, you're going on the road for these next two games, Mike, and I know, there isn't anything that makes me feel like it's a team that can go on the road and, and, and beat a bad Missouri team or an LSU team that's improved. But these next three games, you know, just looking at the personnel, you could beat Missouri, you could beat LSU, you could beat Georgia, you get Vanderbilt later on, you get LSU again later on, you get Mizzou later on. So maybe there's five or six there. Um, I just don't know what the uh, the recipe is to, to to actually win a basketball game right now. Like, does it take yeah. does it take Tremont Mark scoring thirty four points in Probably. order to do this? Right, it does. Well, somebody's got to score it. You got to play the kind of defense they've been playing because what that did was it kept them from getting blown out, but it didn't give them a win. So you play that kind of defense, and then you got to have some people scoring. It doesn't have to be one guy, but it's got to be. I mean, you can't be scoring in the 50s and win very many games in the SEC. So They're not Virginia. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I'm pretty 
skeptical that that this will really make much difference in terms of wins and losses. I think they're just going to have to he's going to have to figure out and the big question that people are asking which I think is legitimate is at what point does he just go ahead and start playing people that he plans on having back and then that reveals to you who's back and who's not. Um and I, he clearly hasn't done that yet. He's still adjusting his lineup, and as he puts it, he's still trying to find a combination that works. And he, it sounds like he's going to continue to do that. Yeah, he's a competitor. It, coach must be our coach next year, right? Like, we're not worried about him going somewhere else, are we? Well, you know, that's weird because I saw, if, I saw a Facebook post from a guy. He's not one of my friends. I don't know this guy. He was just – I just saw it because I check Facebook a lot. And he claimed that he that that must have been in discussions with people at Louisville, and I'd heard that from a source earlier last week. But I really checked into it, and what I was told by several people is, no, that's not a thing. But what they did say was, if if the Arizona State job opened up or the UCLA job opened up, then you might have to worry about him leaving. I could see UCLA, yeah, yeah, that's a lot closer to his mom. And he likes it out there and all of that. But there's nothing that I'm hearing that he's mad and he's he's out of here because they're losing or anything like that. It's just, you know, those that one rumor popped up and I checked it out as closely as I could. And I was just uh, even talking to somebody that knows one of the assistant coaches on the team and he said, no, he's not going to Louisville. He'd be some other school at some point, but not that one. You know, that's the thing that'll get people really, really nervous. You can have a bad season, but people trust in Muss, I think for good reason, for obvious reasons. But I know, and I've seen this out there too, there is there is that feeling, and I don't think it's because, you know, they're viewing Muss as a job hopper. It's just there's a, there's a couple of jobs out there that potentially could could get not just his interest, but any coach's interest. And, and I mean, he's one of the, I mean, truthfully, I feel like Muss is, sort of, in a way, one of the faces of college basketball. He's not the face of college basketball, but he's one of them. He's really well-known. Um, and a program like UCLA probably would come after him in that case. Well, he, he just doesn't have a history of staying anywhere a long time. I've never thought he was here for 10, 12 years. And I could be wrong about that, but even when he was hired and, and had initial success, I just didn't see that. He, he's moved around a lot. And would he suddenly at this point decide to stop? I guess he could. And again, there's no hard evidence of anything like this. And I think a, what a lot of fans are worried about is when you get on social media and these people start attacking him, I just read a whole list of things where people said, well, he has to be accountable. He has to answer for this. And I'm thinking, what do you think, what 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 does that really mean, held accountable? Do you want him to write a 10-page report on what went wrong and present it to you? Do you want him to have to go before Hunter Juracek and explain himself? Uh, do you want him to get five licks in the principal's office? Well, what does he have to, uh, what is it you want him to be accountable for? Maybe they're just saying that he should admit to some, some of this himself which he did do that the other day. He did say for the first time, you know, this we've got to do a better job coaching too. Maybe that's what they meant. I don't know. But there are fans that are worried that he's going to read all that stuff and say, I don't need these people. I've gone to, you know, two Elite Eights and a Sweet 16, and now they think I can't coach. I, I'll go somewhere where they're not as nuts. 
And I would just say he's probably got enough sense to realize that you have those kind of fans everywhere you go. Right. Yeah. No. He's he's super talented. He'll be sought after. Uh, I'll, I'll, I hope he's our coach for the next. You know, however many years you said four, five, six, seven years. Uh, I'm I'm a must yeah. fan. Hey, Mike, how'd you consume the playoffs this weekend? And what's kind of your takeaway? Uh, who, who do you got in? The, who do you got winning the Super Bowl? Yeah, I was really bummed out because I went to a baseball scrimmage yesterday, and the scrimmage was fine. I enjoyed myself, but I had to do a big story on that, so I couldn't watch the Chiefs game. So I was kind of bummed out about that. So I go home. You know, and the Detroit Niners game is is just starting, and my wife bought this new chair, this easy chair that was like twelve hundred bucks. It's from Europe, and it's supposed to be super duper. And I was mad at her about. It. I'm like, what are you doing? And she said, just try this thing. It's unbelievable. So I get in this chair, and yeah, and it's cool. And I'm watching the game. The next thing I know, I fall asleep. And so this guy calls me that I know from Lubbock, and he's yelling, you know, about Dan Campbell. He's all mad about, did you believe how stupid he was? And what? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, I didn't see it. He's going, you didn't see it. What's wrong with you? And I said, well, I fell asleep. And he's like, you're an idiot. So he hangs up on me, too. Oh, no. He was. He started off being mad at Dan Campbell, but then he was mad at me because I fell asleep during the game. That means it's a terrible chair, Mike, and you're not supposed to fall asleep watching sports in your chair. You're just gonna, I don't know, throw throw yeah, throw I, a few uh, an, spikes on the on the bottom of it, you know, so it pokes you down. I need an uncomfortable chair. Absolutely, I need an uncomfortable chair, not that thing. I'll never watch another game in that chair. Mike, we'll leave it there. Thanks for your time. We'll okay. see you, Bud Walton, soon. Okay. Okay. See you. Thanks, Mike. Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. Mm-mm-mm. Thinking about happy hour right now. It's Monday, you know, so I kind of try to extend the weekend if you get a chance to do it. Nobody does happy hour better than Twin Peaks. Everything, they got it all. Tequila cocktails, an extensive bourbon category to top shelf spirits and cocktails served over ice balls, local craft beers, handcrafted whiskey cocktails, an adventurous drink menu that is second to none. Of course, there's 29-degree draft beers, great food, and um, that's Twin Peaks and Rogers. Best place to watch the Super Bowl in less than two weeks. The ultimate game day experience at Twin Peaks and Rogers or online at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. More TVs, bigger screens, and scenic views. More to watch at Twin Peaks. I would have liked to watch this exchange uh, at a train station in Baltimore last night, Matt. Um, so the uh, CBS pregame crew, part of that crew is Boomer Esiason, uh, Bill Cower, Nate Burleson. The, all three of them live in New York City, and usually if you're traveling on the East Coast, you're taking a train. Uh, 
So they're, they, they, they'd finished. The, the AFC Championship game is complete. They're at the train station waiting for their train to go back to New York City. And Boomer talked about this on his WFAN morning show today. There's a drunk Ravens fan. Now, he, he prefaced this by saying all the Baltimore fans were terrific before and after the game, even as heartbroken as they were. There was one belligerent fan in the train station who, after coming up to these three gentlemen uh, and, and being nice to them and telling them how happy he is to meet them and this and that, goes back, sits down, then decides to get back up, come over to them, and be belligerent about the idea that the NFL is rigged. <laughs> Boomer was talking about they were a little bit nervous that they might have to get physical with this gentleman. Could you imagine Boomer Esiason and Bill Cower? I think Burleson is, had headed off to the restroom is what Boomer had said. Boomer Esiason and, and Bill Cower um, tag-teaming a drunk Ravens fan who is hell-bent on proving the idea that the NFL is rigged, I which I actually think is kind of impossible to do. Yeah, I thought the NBA was rigged. You can't right. rig them all, right? Like, uh, I, you know, was it rigged that homie dropped the ball going through the end zone? You know, was that – did we rig that one? He's like, hey, do amazing this game. But but whenever you're diving in the end zone, just lose the ball. That, is it rigged when Lamar Jackson throws into triple coverage in the end zone? Is it rigged when your offensive coordinator runs the ball 13 times with the best running team? You know, yeah. There's so, that's, this is one of the things, and I laugh about this. Anytime I hear people refer to the idea that the NFL is rigged. Look, I think you might be able to fix basketball games. There are not, there's, there's only five people on the court on each team. You got 11 on each side and all that free substitution. I don't think you can rig the NFL. Yeah, you know, was it rigged they drop passes? Was it rigged you catch a pass off their face mask? You know, there was, there was so many good plays out there, so much good football. I, I feel there, there was, there's no way. Well, everybody's no got to get, got in their mind the whole idea that the NFL absolutely has to have Taylor's. Oh, see, I brought it up, Matt. Tay Tay. Yeah. I didn't mean to. Yeah. I didn't really mean to get into can't, that. Can't help it, you know. Well, I let's just, say it's not because of her. Let's just say it's because of the Chiefs and the and the story of the Chiefs, and they they want some kind of a of a, of a dynastic NFL team, right? But maybe that's what I'll go with, or it's probably all about Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean, you could have had Harbaugh coaching in chance for the brothers to to win a college football championship in a in a Super Bowl. Are you buying into this theory? that uh, they're going to win the Super Bowl, Kelsey's going to retire, Andy Reid's going to retire, and Belichick's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs coach oh, next I thought year. you were going to go in the direction of um, an on-field uh, marriage proposal with all of the confetti flying all over the place. I sure hope Can not. we get all, all of those things rolled into one? I mean, it was fine when, I forget the name of the guy, remember the Boise State player? Yeah, right. proposed to the after, after the Statue of Liberty play? That's yeah. right. Like, that was really cool. Everybody loved that. Half the country will completely go bonkers in a negative way if if Jason, if uh, Travis Kelsey goes down on a knee and proposes to Swift on the field. But then again, she's got to get there. You really, she's got a concert in Tokyo. She'll change a date the night before. Yeah, she'll move a date. And can you, you do that? You I mean, gain. it's probably like think of all the people that already buy tickets. Who is she? Morgan Wallen? Yeah. Yeah, she she uh the and and you come the way she comes back you're traveling back through time when you come in from uh, to Japan to Vegas the on the on the plane right so you're you're gaining like eleven hours or something un un uh, unridiculous amount and it's private jet life you know she'll 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 make it there yeah she will she'll be just fine with it but I just I like Ty I heard on the, on, in the morning today 
He's now Ty's always said he's a conspiracy guy, so I think he's sort of looking for this and that. Like Mel Gibson, yeah. Oh, that's a cool movie. I right. actually like that movie. That is a good movie. Conspiracy. What's it called? Julia, Conspiracy theory. J- Julia Roberts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that movie too. Yeah, it's the only other movie other than the Clock a Clockwork Orange where I've seen somebody's eyes held open. Uh, for them by some what? device. Oh, okay. Because Minority Report, you know how Tom Cruise mm. does his own stunts. That's and he, different. He when opens his eye. On, okay. Yeah, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's a little different. Removing your eye is a completely different situation <laughs> than having it held open. Oh, man. Uh, that I've never got, I've still never gotten over that scene. I have never gotten over that well, scene. Well, then when he reaches into the refrigerator <laughs> and pulls out the moldy sandwich. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But man, those are the those are the parts of the movie that I just and that, can't get out of my head. The doctor, the surgeon that performs that surgeon, he's in a couple other movies. Like he yeah. plays the role so good. Yeah, he play. Yeah, he play. It's like he's the same guy in every movie. Yeah, exactly. Probably a creepy he's, surgeon he, in every. It's single like movie. he's in Armageddon. Like he's one of the the space astronauts up there for the for the Russians or you know. And that is how you go from conspiracy theories of rigging the NFL because of Taylor Swift to the Tom Cruise. Uh, My Martyr Report. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool movie. You really the movie's like over 20 years old now. Bill, Not a lot of that I, stuff has come true yet. I know I'm old. Uh, yeah, because you, you had Agatha that was the main cog with the other two ones. Yeah, but whenever she's, yeah, she, you don't want the red ball. I, I just, I never, I, 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 I guess I don't, I don't ever really think to myself uh, the way that the conspiracy theorists do. You know, it's like, well, why did Arkansas get blown out by TCU in a, in a, in a regional last year? Well, uh, so many I, I, I can't even remember all of the times that I got text or even on our text line here on Twitter that they were convinced, convinced that TCU had some sort of access to the center field camera so they knew what pitch was being called and everything. Instead of the idea that they just were absolutely on fire at that moment. <laughs> I, I can never quite, you know, go from that angle until I'm shown the proof that that's what happened, like with Michigan. But then again, I don't know if that really had much to do with Michigan winning football games to begin with. Uh, 877-377-6963 to get with us on halftime. I was going to say with your Michigan point, yeah, I, I bet you they have at least seven guys get drafted this year in the NFL draft. Like they'll they'll probably have multiple first round picks. You know, top 100 picks, they'll, they'll have four or five guys in the top 100. And how many of them are going to the Chargers, right? Do you Man. see what Harbaugh said about meeting Justin Herbert? I thought it would be the other way around. He said he was starstruck meeting Justin Herbert. I kind of thought it'd be the other way around. Ah, you know, it sounds like their bromance is already getting off to a good start. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in downtown Hot Springs, Arkansas is the perfect destination for your next getaway. Join them for a romantic Valentine's Day getaway with a special dinner or romance package. Or if you're coming to town for live racing, they've got room for you every weekend, including Martin Luther King Day weekend and President's Day weekend. Experience all the luxury and hospitality of a Grand Southern Hotel. The accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more details. That's ArlingtonHotel.com. 
Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Who's going to be the blind musician? In I was on one? my break. Well, you can just stay on it then. Jeff Healy was the one, and that was also the great, one of the other great lines. The name is Dalton. But then I also, like, I was just, I was upset, Matt. I was upset because I'm, I'm watching this, this trailer and I'm just eager. I'm standing there. I got up. I, I love Roadhouse so much. I stood up from my seat. I'm standing in front of the television. I am waiting, waiting to hear those magic words. And there is a scene in the new one that they feature in, in, the, uh, in the trailer that is in a hospital, that is in the emergency room. But I didn't hear the magic words. So I had to hear them. Here you go. Well, Mr. Dalton, you may add nine staples to your dossier of 31 broken bones. Two bullet wounds, nine puncture wounds, and four stainless steel screws. That's an estimate, of course. I'll give you a local. No, thank you. Do you enjoy pain? Pain don't hurt. Oh, that's, that's the greatest line in movie history. You know I thought you'd be taller. <laughs> don't worry. See, have you seen Dirty Who's Dancing? playing the bad guy, though? His character, you know, uh, that, that's that's trying to, you know, take him down, ends up with the liquor license. Who? I wonder who the bad guy is. There's yeah. a woman in it. Because he's in the Big Lebowski as well. Jackie I, Treehorn. I think we might have to do uh, Swayze movies at some point with C-Unit here. Red Dawn. Dirty Dancing. Have you seen any of these movies? Donnie, Donnie Darko. I've heard of them, but I haven't watched them like I sh- like. I haven't really watched them. Young Blood with Rob Lowe. It's a great sports movie. That's a hockey movie. Hmm, I, c- I, I could watch a hockey movie. All right, I think. Well, we can't do movies one month point, after point we break. Tarantino. Yeah. Oh, come on now. I think we've I think we've settled on on one of the assignments for the rest of the year. Never thought I'd be assigning somebody Swayze movies, but here we are. He's got, a, he's got at least a four four in his catalog right there that everybody should watch. Yeah, there's there's four weeks in a in a month. There we go. I'd say he's got about ten of them, man. That's what I mean. Ghost? We can get to four. I feel Ghost. like I've unlocked like a whole new part of my life. Like just Tarantino has a way to do it. To do yeah, that man. On you. And then you know Swayze. I feel like that's a, that's a good one to go to. I mean, that will work for me. All right, I feel pretty good about that. Now that I've gotten that off of my. Uh, off of my shoulders. Um, do people th- do people still say it's Swayze? Yeah, Swayze. yeah, it's Swayze. It's yeah, Swayze, sleazy, not sleazy. He was one of the best. Gone way too soon. Um, all right, eight seven seven three seven seven sixty nine sixty three calls and texts on the McClarty Daniel hotline. Cody is here. He is near Blue Ball or on the top of Blue Mountain somewhere. Cody, what's up? How are you? Bill, T-Bone, C-Unit, how's it going, my fellas? It's great, thank you. Coco. Awesome, I heard, you, I heard you guys talking about that roadhouse, man. What about when the guy says, all I seen was a polar bear? Do y'all remember that part? <laughs> oh, I really my don't. God. I, 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 would, I, I could have lied what? and said yes, but I'm almost believing that it's not in the movie. It, it's when the polar bear falls on the big guy, and it knocks him out, and he says, He's we don't have you. Is that when he's ripping he throats? Says, 
that's a hey, that's when he's ripping throats. Yeah, up in the house, he, he goes to the house at the end of the movie up there, and that polar bear falls on that guy. I love that part. <laughs> David Wesley, <laughs> that's the bad guy's name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Shaboom, shaboom! When he's dancing in the little car. Oh, guys, you've you've already got me excited. Y'all have already talked about every Tom time I'm Cruise. driving down. Cody, every time I'm driving down some country road with nobody on it, I want to drive just like him. You remember how he drove? Just it, swerving yeah. one side, yeah. swerving to the other side. Oh, no big yeah. deal. He owns it all anyway. Hey, you can do that in blue ball. It doesn't matter what side you drive on. Just kind of get out of the way. It doesn't from matter. What I gather from your phone but, calls, Cody, you can do absolutely anything in blue ball. Oh, uh, well, Phil, there is, there is a couple of things you can't do, but we, we push the limit for, you know, certain people. But I'm so glad. Uh, see, you got to watch Kill Bill Volume One and Volume Two. That's real. That is amazing, man. Uh, next thing, uh, I just wanted to say, we was in Amity over the weekend. Do you guys know where that is? Where? Say that again. Amity. Do you guys know where Amity is? Mm, Not Amityville I, Horror, but Amity. I know. I've seen. I don't think I've been to Amity, but I, I've seen signs for it. I don't remember where it is. Okay, but on, on our way down there, we played basketball there at a tournament, and on my way there, uh, I was looking I was looking through a couple of things to watch over the weekend with you guys and talk about, but I had come across an old movie called Dirty Work. Do you guys remember that movie with Norm MacDonald, Norm Chris Farley, oh, Artie yeah. Lang? Really? You guys remember that movie? I actually I actually restarted it like last week uh, as I was going to mm-hmm. sleep, so I didn't, I didn't get that Feel. far into it, but I did restart it. Guys, I don't know, but we've got something going on here. I mean, I think we should all get together and just, I, I don't know, just have a good time. I'm all for the Matt Jones movie quotes. Uh, that That's what really gets me wound up. I mean, I, that's what I'm really good at. I love sports. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big Hogs fan, guys. And sorry about the Ravens this weekend. That kind of bummed me out. So I'm going for the 49ers now. But uh, I just wanted to hop in and, and say I just want to talk to you guys and I hope you guys have a great rest of the day, fellas. Appreciate you, Cody. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, uh, remember, I, I, I hate. I used to hate the Ravens. I actually feel bad for the for the people in Baltimore. I do. Um, uh, I, I, I just lost a little bit of my hatred for some of those teams. It might be a rule in, in blue ball that when you call sports shows, you don't necessarily bring up sports ever. And that, that might be a blue ball city ordinance as well, or town ordinance. We are told Amity is south of Glenwood and north of Arkadelphia by JT, who lives close enough in Hot Springs. Very good. Uh, 877-377-6963. couple of people noticed the Keep It Between the White Lines comment as well. Um, Dan Campbell says he does not regret fourth down calls in the NFC Championship game. I, do we expect any other kind of answer from a coach afterwards? That's and and you know what? As a team, you have a plan. You go in there, and it's it's for us to do. I, I guess to second guess or whatever. But you know, as as a team, you have a plan what you're going to do, and you talk about it, and you talk about it in the meeting rooms, and and everybody's usually on the same page. And I'm I'm in the mindset that if it's a one possession game, each game's different, right? The flow of the game, each game's different. If it's a one possession game. And, and and there's still more than a quarter left to play. I'm taking my points. I mean, I, I am taking my points. Especially what if it's a two possession game 
and you have a chance to make it a three a three score game that, by kicking that field. Same goal. same thing the other way around. It's like when we, if I if I got a lead, I'm even more reluctant to take the points, Phil. Like if if I'm if I'm down three scores, then I'd be totally different. But if I have a lead, if I'm up two scores and I can and I can hit a 38 yard field goal, or I can go for it on fourth and three, I'm gonna hit this 38 yard field goal and go up 17 points and go up three scores. No, a hundred a hundred times out of a hundred times, especially when there's a another quarter left to play in the game because I mean I guess in in a coach's mind sometimes when you are built around the idea of being so aggressive um, not just in the way that you play the way that you practice but in the way that you coach and the way you play call you can you can kind of I guess in your mind back yourself into a corner where you know very well and I understand I don't remember the name of the kicker but they've only had him for five six weeks so maybe, that, that's although if I got a kicker in the NFL, I'm trusting that kicker for 45 yards. That it's would like be a, the thing. It feels like a chip shot these days. The variable, yeah, 40 40 yard field goals and in. They, they, I mean, they they make them, but that's the variable. How how healthy is your kicker? That 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 would be, that would be the one thing that you would be going into it. But when you're up two scores with a chance to go up three scores, man, I say take take your points. Jim called us from Fayetteville. Wants to talk Roadhouse. Jim, does pain hurt you, or are you like Dalton? Oh, I'm, I, I always tell the doctor when I'm going in, I'm just like, uh, I'm allergic to pain, so please, no shots today. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, um, you know, uh, there are three movies when I'm watching television that I will stop and watch. Uh, one is Shawshank. Number two is Rocky Three or Four. And then Roadhouse. And I'm so excited. I, well, let me back up. I'm, I get excited to see the original. I'm... Uh, Mounting dread is welling up inside when um, when I hear that there's a new remake coming. Just because there's so many classic lines in the original, uh, you guys already did. You know the uh, pain don't hurt, and uh, one of the ones I always go to is when Sam Elliott gets his face plastered the first time he, he meets up with Dalton, and they uh, throw Terry Funk off the, uh, the the loading dock. He's like, "Let's go get a beer." I mean, what else? But in the '80s, can you get you know? beaten to within an inch of your life and then you're just whipping that hair back and going off to get a beer i mean that just personified my son's like what was it like in the 80s i'm like watch this movie and you'll find out yeah and then later on in life he's sitting next to the dude at a bowling alley drinking a beer i mean go figure how that all works out Do you have to use so many cuss words dude <laughs> eight set thank you very much jim good to hear from you i'm glad that roadhouse is catching fire here now, I knew, I knew, I know we love that movie, but I didn't realize that our entire listenership feels the same way about it that I do. Jake Gyllenhaal's a gangster, though. If anybody can play Swayze, Jake Gyllenhaal can do that. I, I, I have to believe I'm a Jake Gyllenhaal fan, like so he can he he can play Swayze. He got all swole, man. I mean, he's huge. He's, right he was now. on that. Uh, oh, who's your boy for the Cavaliers? He's on that Tristan Thompson workout. You know, he was yeah. You're listening to the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Dave and his team have all your holiday drink options. That includes Fireball and Bailey's Chocolate, Jack Daniels Crown Salted Caramel, winter seasonal beers, eggnogs, and more. Come by Eastside Liquor, 9390 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. Now back to the podcast. 
Hickey and Hole Law Partners are now here for you and all your legal needs in MENA and the Little Rock area. Hickey and Hole Law Partners specializing in divorce, custody cases, civil litigations, and more. Having over seven decades of combined experience to better serve you and the community you live in. Please visit KevinHickeyLaw.com or call us at 479-434-2414 for a consultation or come by an office nearest you. Things are about to get better. We're headed to the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Shauna Kasparek joining us with the Northwest Arkansas Home Builders Association. We've uh, we've had Shauna on for a couple of years because we've got a big event coming up here. The Northwest Arkansas Home Show is uh, coming up, and it is starting uh, later on this week. Shauna, how you doing? Going to be really busy. It's um, new. Yeah, I'm good. How are you, Phil? I'm all right. We had a good game yesterday in uh, Columbia. Something tells me I you might have you might have watched a little bit of it. I watched the entire thing. <laughs> See, Sean is a season ticket holder for Arkansas women's basketball. Chose mm-hmm. the basketball over football yesterday, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you know the background on that too, a little bit. Uh, the Ravens, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean is also from uh, from Pittsburgh, uh, so we kind of share a little bit of the rooting interest in the black and gold. But Sean, I'm out. I lost a little bit of my hatred for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I just don't feel the same way any longer, and it sounds like you do. Well, no, see, I don't like to use the word hate. I respect them, but, um, you know, they're in our division, and I just, I can't like them. (laughs) I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So what's going on? We got the, the Northwest Arkansas Home Show Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this weekend, It'd been in Springdale recently. You guys have moved it up to the Rogers Convention Center. Why'd you move it to Rogers? Well, we outgrew the space in Springdale. We loved it down there. But last year, we were in multiple locations, and um, we wanted to have all of our vendors in one spot. And the Rogers Convention Center is big enough for us to put over 125 vendors in their facility. So um, we're very excited to be moving up there. And uh, we're anticipating a great crowd. The weather looks wonderful. I don't think I'm even going to jinx it by saying that, but um, it's going to be a great weekend, and I hope everyone can come out and see it. So for those who have never been to the Northwest Arkansas Home Show, um, Mm -hmm. it it is actually titled the original Northwest Arkansas Home Show. What exactly can... Uh, can people who are looking to build homes find there? Or maybe the right question is, what won't they find there? Because it's like everything. It's pretty much everything. So um, this is our 34th year, um, thus the original home show in Northwest Arkansas. And uh, it is actually put on by the Northwest Arkansas Home Builders Association. So we are made up of builders, suppliers, subcontractors, um, bankers, real estate agents, insurance companies, you name it. Uh, We've got uh, a member that can help anybody who owns a home or who wants to own a home uh, find the information that they need. And we do this annual event. We put everybody under one roof so you can come out and you can, uh, if you need new windows, if you want landscaping, if you want uh, to uh, remodel your home, we've got remodelers. If you want to build a home, we've got builders. So we have just about everything that you need to turn your house into a home, we like to say um at the at the show this year 
That's outstanding. Uh, it's a kind of a crazy time for, for real estate, specifically in Northwest Arkansas. I mean, this is a market that has, uh, I mean, it's, it's on fire. Uh, the prices are kind of wild, aren't they? Yeah, they're all over the place. So again, a lot of people are choosing to stay in their home and remodel instead of buying a new one. So, uh, this is a great a great show in case you were in that boat and you you know you're not quite ready to bite the bullet and, and buy a new house um, but you do have the funds to uh, make your house that you're currently in a little nicer so if you need whatever you need we've got it one of my favorite things that I saw this was when we were there a couple of years ago I was there with drew um, and and I would say like maybe 95 percent of the vendors all have to do with uh, with construction, home building, and and mm-hmm. do-it-yourself projects inside the house, all of that kind of stuff, and then the other five percent, like I sat down uh, with a woman that tried to help me with the bags under my eyes. Uh, I did not think that that would actually be in in a home builder's show, but you know what? You're probably dealing with a lot of dudes that have saggy eyes, so maybe there's a little <laughs> bit of cosmetic appearance that men can help themselves with this uh, this weekend as well. Yes, and we still have that vendor as well um, there, uh, but primarily it is it is uh, home improvement. Um, we have some chiropractors there too, and we've got some wonderful food trucks as well. So come hungry if you come. So well, now there's also prizes. That they, this is, I mean, you try to have as much fun with this as you possibly can. Are we still hiding the gnome every hour for prizes? Yes, we are. So our mascot has been a gnome. I have no idea how it came to be, but we have this cute little stuffed gnome that uh, our our vendors love it. They ask to hide the gnome over the weekend, and every hour, whoever finds that gnome gets a prize from one of our sponsors and one of our vendors. It could be a gift card. It can be a cutting board. It can be, uh, you know, swag from that business. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Does the gnome have a name? Okay, so I was on another show uh, and mentioned the gnome, and uh, the listeners had some suggestions, and of course we came up with Genome Bettis. Genome Bettis, not we didn't go with like <laughs> Gnome McDonald. Could we gone gone in that direction, maybe? No, there was a Patrick Minome suggested, but I just can't do it. It has to be Genome Bettis. has to have a Steelers connection for you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really does. Uh, <laughs> so McDonald's be on the lookout be- for Genome. <laughs> Genome Bettis, that's, uh, that's funny. So what are, the, what are the prices? I know people can buy tickets ahead of time. Uh, is, do you yeah. get any, any discount if you buy ahead of time? Yeah, so if you visit our website now, it's nwahomeshow.com. Tickets are on sale for $6.00. There's $7 at the door, um, and kids 12 and under are free. And when you visit our website, uh, we also, not only do we have the gnome giveaways every hour, we also have some uh, prizes that we're giving away through our website as well. So you can register for some gift cards and uh, a Yeti cooler, courtesy of Vesta Foundation Solutions, um, whenever you go and get your tickets, or just look around uh, the website and check out all the vendors that we have. What's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite room to remodel, and why is it the bathroom? That should, the bathroom of the kitchen has got to be the favorite one for remodeling. If I was going to choose one to be the kitchen, I feel like that probably helps uh, elevate the value of your home more than any other room. Absolutely, and I I have to admit I still have wallpaper in my kitchen. I probably need to remodel. <laughs> That's funny. 
That's funny. Um, all right, so uh, <laughs> all right, what, what, give me one sport you want to talk about for Arkansas athletics because you're about as big of a Razorback fan as I know. You know baseball. baseball. <laughs> Why not? 18 days away. Is this oh a team gosh. that's going to live up to the hype? None of the other teams have I- yet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm really, really excited uh, about Tigert. I hope he has a good season. I hope he uh, he stays healthy and uh, digs too. Uh, he's he's probably my favorite player. Well, I'm looking forward to it, and I, I know yeah. I'll see you uh, Thursday night. Uh, you got an Arkansas Alabama women's basketball game, and maybe at some point we'll hear your uh, dulcet tones over the uh, over the sound system with the national anthem that you've performed many times at Arkansas Athletic Events, Shauna. It's good to talk to you. Yeah. Nice talking to you too, Phil. I hope you have a good week. Thanks. You too. It's Shauna Kasparek. Uh, she uh, runs the Northwest Arkansas Home Builders Association. The Northwest Arkansas Home Show uh, starting this weekend It is February 2nd through February 4th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Rogers Convention Center. Uh, If you go to nwahomeshow.com, you can purchase tickets ahead of time, and uh, you do get get a little bit of a discount, about a dollar discount per ticket, and that's where all the information is located, nwahomeshow.com. I am not a do-it-yourself sort of a person, Matt. I've... uh, I'm the kind of person that could probably screw up just trying to paint a wall properly. It's not my thing. Tino what? Uh, Mika Fitznomrick? Like, there, there you go. You've been working on these the whole segment, haven't you? Mika Fitznomrick. That, that, uh, that just kind of rolls off the tongue right there. Minka Fitznomrick? Was that what it was? I mean, OG right there, if, <laughs> if I can say so. You're listening to the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Check out the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast at hitthatline.com. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.